Right now, we'd like to welcome back Superintendent Christine Tucciosorio to chat with Christine. Good morning, Superintendent. And I know that uh, you're wrapping up the week of school, uh, well, from August 31st to now. What updates do you have for District 622, and what can you share with us this week as the, the week is coming to a close? Good morning. Good morning, Freddie and Chantel. Great to be back again, as always. I always look forward to our Friday mornings. Same here. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's been it's been an amazing start to the school year. I, I got to tell you, there's a lot of districts that just started this week because they waited till after Labor Day. Mm-hmm. And our district started a week earlier. And I'll tell you, I'm glad we did. At least we have <laughs> we have a little bit behind us now, which is really great. To, a great feeling. Um, you know, we just week, wrapped up our second week of school. I will tell you, our teachers are feeling so much better now that they've had a chance to reconnect with students. A lot of the anxiety is starting to go down. It's it's really been good to see some smiles on people's faces again, and you know, get really excited. So as you know. Our elementary students are coming back. They started their first two weeks in distance learning, and they're going to start back in our hybrid model beginning um, Monday. So we've got uh, those rotations beginning. Our, our secondary kiddos are going to stay in distance learning a little bit longer um, for a couple more weeks uh, as we figure out all the plans for how we're going to transition kids around during the bell schedule and, you know, keeping social distancing happening. So we're doing a lot of mapping out of spaces and, and all of that. So, And we have had some students coming in even these past couple of weeks, and that's gone really well. Some students, um, small group instruction, uh, our EL learners, kids who are learning English as a second language, we've had some small groups coming in, lots of family conferences, um, kids coming in with their families one at a time to meet their teacher in elementary school. So that's been really fun as well. So yeah, it's been it's been a really great start. So as we've been uh, hearing about all the planning that schools have been doing, are there any unique challenges, Christine, that you faced? Perhaps something uh, that might surprise surprise us? Anything we yeah. haven't heard? <laughs> I keep saying, you know, the, the amount of new inventions that have come out. Just, so I'll give you a couple examples. One area we're trying to figure out is how do we safely teach music classes? So think about your high school choir, your band. You know, we've all heard the news that singing can really transmit the COVID virus. I mean, it's it's um, far more risky than talking or having people in the space together doing other things. But singing, they say, really can be a transmitter of the virus. So, you know, we've been brainstorming, do we take kids outside and have them sing? <laughs> but, you know, the weather's turning colder. So this is an interesting thing we just started looking into. Did you know there's been a singing mask invented um, it actually looks very different than the other masks. It's got a bigger, um, a bigger space around it. So there's like a, a structure that sticks out further away from your mouth, but it's really tight seals around like the edges of your, of your face so that it doesn't let air out. But it gives the singer more space to have some, um, you know, get the sound out and also protect, you know, give more room for your lips to move and project your voice. But then it's got extra layers of fabric in it. So it's an interesting invention. And another one they've just, we just discovered, they have these um, bell covers for instruments. So if you play the uh, trombone or the clarinet, there's these masks, if you will, you can put at the end of an instrument, which is super interesting. I just keep looking at all these different things coming out. And then I have, like, we've got, um, you know, they say a plain face shield, like those that you see worn without a mask, are not not that safe. Masks are what we're supposed to wear because they're safer. But you know, I've got I got staff who work with deaf and hard of hearing students, and you know they need to be able to see lips. Um, a teacher who's teaching beginning phonics, you know, like the sounds of letters, 
you, it helps to see your lips. So there's now these masks. There's still a mask, not a face shield, but it's got a clear panel over it. So you can still see the teacher's lips moving. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Yeah. And I, I really like that because I've gone through checkout lines at the places, you know, everybody's asking you to wear a mask. And you have to repeat yourself in some cases. What right. did you just say? And yeah. Because they can't. It's amazing how much we associate lip movement with right. the mm-hmm. sound. Mm-hmm. And just your facial expression, you know, yes. to be able to communicate with people better, you know, mm-hmm. to see a smile or you know, things like that are just, it, there's, and it's interesting to see these new inventions coming out. Love it. So now the schools are in session. Are you still serving meals at school for the students? Yes. In fact, as you know, I mean, schools have always, always served meals. But part of what happened during the pandemic um, is that the USDA, the Department of Agriculture, actually had temporarily announced that all students would get free meals. You know how there's always those who get free and reduced price meals, but then there's those who have to pay full price based on your income. Well, we were really waiting to see if they were going to extend it, and we we thought they weren't going to, but then they finally just did. So through the end of December, all families everywhere, and this is true all over the, the state and the country, will still get free meals at school. So this is true if you're in my district or other school districts as well, so look for that. But one thing we tell people, you know that form... We're always asking parents, fill out this form, see if you qualify for free and reduced price lunch. One of the things is we still want everyone to fill that out because it's not just about whether you pay for your meals or not. That is data that actually brings extra funding to our school systems mm-hmm. for students. So we still need people to fill out those forms, even though we know the meals are going to be free, at least for right now. Um, because they know there's so many people who've had um, loss of jobs and things, so it's a really a great thing. But please fill out those forms anyway because... It's, it also brings extra funding to your schools. That's great words. Before we get to our last question, there has been there have been reports across the country about malfunctioning devices, mm-hmm. uh, no connectivity or limited connectivity, uh, needing to have the parents there with their students to make sure that they get online, especially some of the young learners. Uh, how have you overcome that hurdle? That is a really great question. Actually, we have um, a help a helpline people can call. Uh, one of the things that we've done, and part of like why with our younger students, we've actually had each of them come in with their family to have an orientation, learn how to use the device, and then take the device home. So that's why we've set up these individual conferences with each student and their family in the elementary grades, and that's been really helpful. Um, we've also got an, a lot of our interpreters, because we're calling families who maybe are having connectivity issues, but they don't speak English at home, and they've been really helping us um, to you know, build our, our bilingual network of tech help as well. Um, but I'll tell you, there have been some interesting things happening. Um, there's been teachers, you know, in the middle of class and they lose their connection. And um, one, one of my school board members was just telling me that he was listening in as his sixth grader was on and the teacher lost her connection. And he goes, it was so interesting to hear all the kids chattering about like, what should we do? How should we get a hold of her? Uh, a message through Schoology. Let's let's get our teacher back online. <laughs> and he was listening from a parent perspective. Said it was really funny. We've also had some situations. I'll tell you, Zoom bombing, where mm-hmm. uh, kiddos share the link to their Zoom class with other people. They jump into the class and you know show up, and they're not in the class. They shouldn't be there. <laughs> so we're having to kind of find some workarounds to like password protect these classes and things so people aren't doing that but many interesting challenges in this new era that we're in mm-hmm. well any final thoughts um on your district or just in in general uh with the back to school for my district anyways day two for for our district but any final thoughts 
You know, I, I was just um, thinking about what we were, you were talking earlier about 9-11, and we all mm-hmm. remember where we were that day. I remember I was, I was in a school, and I was, um, I was doing an assistant principal internship, and I remember just, oh, my goodness, it was horrible. Um, I, I still think a lot about the kids right now who uh, maybe were seniors in high school last year, and they're starting mm-hmm. college this year. They came into the world when 9-11 happened. Yes. And then they graduated high school in the middle of a pandemic. Right. And um, for many of them who have gone on to college, they're now in this totally disrupted beginning of their first year of college, you know. And I think we all know somebody who's in that age bracket. But I think about, you know, that particular class of kids, boy, they they came into a world crisis and they graduated in a world crisis. And and yet, you know what? Um, We got through the last one. I I feel like we're going to get through this one. I don't know when it will end, but, you know, um, people are very resilient. And I just think a lot about those kids who are you know, they're they're taking on a lot of new challenges because of who they are and the age they grew up in. We appreciate your optimism. I can't thank you enough for being with us this morning. Have a wonderful day. Take care. You too.